The Legion Tapes, Episode 4, The Kins. This recording picks up two days after the previous tape in the sequence. Four years, 30 days since the Legion arrived. Most of this tape was recorded locally for archival purposes and was never broadcast. Recording begins. Okay, tape is running. Ready? Sure. This is Owl. I'm recording this with Kit. Ah, shoot. Kit? You forgot my name already? No, not exactly. Does it have something to do with the whole animal names thing? Owl, rabbit? Yes, actually. Everyone on the radio uses a code name to protect themselves and any relatives that might still be out there, trapped in one of the Legion settlements. We don't think the Legion is listening in. It's too low tech for them, flies under the radar, so to speak. But when you're fighting against an enemy that has you so thoroughly outnumbered and outgunned, it's best to be careful. Why animals? Uh, you know, I'm not really sure. It's not on one of your tapes? <laughs> if it is, I've forgotten it. <laughs> I made some of these years ago, and I don't have a lot of time to listen to them once they're finished. Could I? Listen to them, I mean. Of course. That's what they're meant for. Cool. So, I need to pick a name? Yes. I guess the obvious ones are taken, huh? A lot of them are, but there aren't that many of us, to be honest. And it can be anything. Sure. Uh, some people pick a species like uh, owl or rabbit or hawk. Some people pick a specific subspecies like grizzly or kodiak. It doesn't have to mean anything. It can just be something you like the sound of. What did you call me before? Kit. It's kind of bad form to give someone else a moniker, but I needed some way to refer to you when I was calling for help. Kit works. It's short and easy to remember. You're sure? Uh, okay. Kit. I asked you to sit down with me today because I wanted to ask you to tell me, tell us your story. It's, well, it's kind of astounding that five kids have been able to survive for so long with the Legion around. Have you been on your own all this time? How did you all find each other? I guess I should start at the beginning, huh? I grew up in Yankton. It's not exactly what you call a population center. The seventh largest city in South Dakota doesn't mean much when Sioux Falls doesn't even break 200K. I think people figured, even after the bombs started dropping, that we'd have time before the Legion came knocking on our doors. That if they even bothered to come at all, they'd work their way down from the big cities and we'd have a couple of days to prepare. People didn't know how big the Legion was. No. And to be fair, some people took it super seriously. They grabbed whatever they could and got the hell out of town. The traffic was insane. But nobody really thought we'd wake up the day after the big cities fell with Legion ships in the sky. We weren't ready. My phone woke me up, actually. 
there was one of those emergency alerts that make that horrible noise telling us to go to the airport. We had an hour. Did they tell you why? Just that the Legion would be waiting. My parents and little brother were ready after like 20 minutes, but uh, it's stupid. I, um, I couldn't find my cat. Maybe some people could leave their pets behind. I'm sure a lot of people did, but I couldn't. I had no idea what the Legion was going to do once everyone got to the airport. But I had this like kind of dread in my stomach. I couldn't leave her trapped in that house. I convinced my parents to go without me. They didn't want to leave, but I told them we were wasting time arguing about it. And I followed them as soon as I could. We lived maybe a mile from the airport. I could get there on my bike almost as fast as we could in the car. By the time I found Nala and got her into her crate, I had maybe five minutes. I didn't have time to grab anything else. I just got on my bike as fast as I could, stuck her crate in the basket, and started pedaling. I just turned off my street when I heard rumbling in the distance. The ground started shaking under my wheels. I'm not stupid. I know I couldn't outrun fucking bomb planes or whatever. I ditched my bike and found one of those storm drain tubes under the road and squeezed in there. Nala was yowling. There was some gross water in there still, and I'm sure her paws got wet. But I just hugged her crate as close as I could. And then I don't remember anything for a while. When I woke up, the crickets were going nuts, and I could feel bugs crawling on my back, and my head was pounding. I think when one of the bombs hit, maybe I cracked my head on the concrete and passed out for a while. Nala was okay, though. Just really mad. I crawled out of the storm drain, and it was dark out. I could see the lights on the ships up above, still circling. All the houses on the road were just piles of rubble. I figured my house probably was too. And all the people. Anybody who wasn't fast enough. Old folks who didn't have a phone or didn't turn their TVs on that day. What did you do? Well, first of all, I cried. I just sat right back down in the water and hung Nala's crate and cried. I don't know for how long. Everything hurt and my phone was dead from the water and I was fucking terrified. I thought about trying to turn myself in. I wanted my mom so fucking bad. I wanted to know if my brother was okay. But I didn't know for sure what would happen. I didn't know if I'd miss my chance and now if they saw me, they'd just shoot me, you know? I'm pretty sure they wouldn't let me keep Nala. I could just let her go, but she's kind of a dingus. She'd probably be okay, or maybe she'd starve without me. I'd never know what happened to her. So instead, I got on my bike and started riding. I had some idea that I was going to go check on my girlfriend. She and her family live, lives in Dante, in the reservation. But she went to school in Yankton for a few years. It's a long-ass ride. Took me almost all night. When I got there, the buildings were still standing, but there was just nobody there. 
I guess it was too small to bother bombing, but they'd rounded everybody up. You know what's really fucked up about it? The Legion never even asked them. They never got the same choice the U.S. as a whole did, even though they were a sovereign nation. I guess it shouldn't surprise me, huh? Anyway, I went to my girlfriend's house and knocked, but no answer. I was starving. Nala started crying, and I knew May sometimes fed the cats in her neighborhood, so I tried the door. It wasn't locked. I'm not proud of it, but I figured they didn't need it anymore. I got used to it. After a while, obviously. I still feel kind of guilty, though. Then when I came out, there were two kids standing there. A girl about eight or nine and a boy around four. Uh, I guess I shouldn't name them, but they're downstairs now. The boy is the one who was sick when you got here. Yeah. Their parents weren't home when it all happened, and they were so scared they just hid. Somehow, the Legion didn't find them, and now they were all alone. There's more stuff in Yankton, and I know the town better, so we decided to head back that way. And yeah, I know it sounds weird to say we decided when she was like eight, but I did ask them. I think we both knew we had a better chance if we stuck together. I gave her Nala and had her brother sit in my basket. I mean, he had a helmet on for what it's worth. And we headed back towards Yankton. It didn't feel like it then, but I think it gets kind of boring from here. Basically, every house was completely fucked and the Legion was keeping a close eye on them. But we found a house near the Walmart with a shed that still had a roof. So we slept in there. When did you meet the other two kids? Oh, it was a while later, maybe a couple of months. The Legion was gone for the most part. The Walmart still had some of its roof left over the part with the kids' toys, so we'd go and they could run around and play while I looked for food. I got back with the food I'd gathered, and there was a woman there. She had another kid with her, maybe like six, and she was pregnant. Oh. Yeah. It's okay to say her name, right? Since she's... She died? Yeah. It should be okay then, yes. Anna. Her name was Anna. She worked at a nursery east of town. A plant nursery, not like a people nursery. She'd met up with the kid the same way I met up with the other two. But she was working on a garden, planting food in the greenhouses that survived the bombing. We went with her, obviously. That was a way better plan than anything I'd come up with. And we were okay. For a while. What happened? Not what you might think. She didn't die in childbirth or whatever. Which is kind of amazing when you think about it. It was later. We kind of lost track of time. How long has it been since the Legion came? Four years and change. Probably two years then-ish. She got sick. No idea with what, and she didn't know either. We couldn't exactly look it up. We tried a few different kinds of pills, but nothing helped. By then, the garden was up and running. 
my mom and I used to go hunting. So I do that sometimes to get some protein for us. We had a pretty good system. So when Anna died, we just kept going. For two more years. Yeah. Until. Uh, I've been calling him Cub. Until Cub got hurt. We picked the pharmacies in town clean, so we had to leave to try to and find somewhere with antibiotics. I used to fix up cars with my grandpa, and I'd been tinkering with one on the side just in case. Lucky I was. I didn't want to leave anyone behind because I figured we might not be able to come back. So we loaded up the food we had, and we all crammed in the car. Even Nala. Of course. No one gets left behind. Cats included. I can respect that, even if my allergies wish otherwise. This is Kodiak. Owl, it looks like that shipment will be heading your way in the next couple of days. If you need anything specific, now is the time to tell me. Is that just on all the time? Yes, and always recording. Who is that? Kodiak. He runs all the supplies to the Rebellion in this part of the country. Didn't they just bring supplies last week? With Rabbit? Yes, they did. Uh, that was the other thing I wanted to talk to you about. Uh-huh. Supplies, right? Don't look so surprised. We've been feeding ourselves for two years now, apparently. I know how much the little monsters eat. Right. And the Rebellion is stretched thin as it is. Before you say anything else, let me give you the options, okay? Option one, the leader on the West Coast, Hawk, said that anyone who can use a gun is welcome to join her. Sounds like that might be you. Me and uh, the older sister, we really need to talk about names. Can both hunt, but it's not the same thing as shooting at other people. I wouldn't know. I'm guessing the little monsters wouldn't be coming with us? No. Okay. Option two? A contact in Norman, Raven, says he can get you inside the settlement alive. Which would be living under the Legion's thumb? Yes, but you wouldn't have to scrounge for food, and the medical care is apparently top-notch. If someone gets hurt again, you wouldn't have to worry about it being fatal. Okay. Option three? I'm not sure there is an option three. Oh. You don't want to stay here? What? No, not at all. Having you here has been... I've been alone for a very long time before now. Voices on the radio just aren't the same thing. But the Rebellion can't support it. It'd be too hard to draw on the supply lines. Cody's pulling all the strings he can to make even this next shipment happen. Ooh, Cody, huh? Uh, no comment. I told you my whole life story just now. I don't want to distract you from your decision. Uh-huh. What if we didn't need their supplies? We're used to supporting ourselves. 
you had the greenhouses there and stores to raid. There's nothing like that around here. There's plenty of space for a garden. And in the meantime, I bet there's a lot of edible stuff in the forest and I can hunt. I brought my own rifle with me. And if it doesn't work? Did the other options have an expiration date? Not that I know of. Then we can always come back to them, right? The kids like it here. I like it here. It's quiet. I'll check with the others. But if you're willing to have us, I think it's worth a try. This is Owl. Kodiak, if you have any, can you include seeds in the shipment? Any gardening supplies would be very much appreciated. And, in case it's not obvious from that request, the kids have decided to stay. Kodiak here. I'll see what I can scare up. Owl, are you sure that's a good idea? <laughs> to be honest, not in the slightest. But we're going to try it anyway. Recording ends. The Legion Tapes is written and co-produced by Aaron Lurch. It is directed and co-produced by Josh Glenn Caden. This episode's cast in order of appearance. Kim Klasner as Owl, Sarah Kerr as Kit, and John Volante as Kodiak. For a full cast list, background information about the world of the Legion Tapes, and more, visit thelegiontapes.com. Thanks for listening.